Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 66 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to discuss our thoughts about gay pride. Here are some headlines from the news recently. Companies have been accused of claiming to support Pride without changing behind the scenes. As more states pass anti-trans and anti-gay laws, some companies are ending even the appearance of support. I think that's very true. You think they're just afraid to fight with people? I I think corporations are a fair-time friend. Yeah, that's very well said. They're perfectly willing to sell to us and to market to us. They're willing to take our dollar but not stand behind us. Yeah. Oh, it's always been like that. And if if it gets any bit rough or any kind of controversy, they don't want to be involved. Yeah. How do they change that? Grow spine. I think it's always going to be that way. The companies who are willing to put out the thousands of dollars of support that gay pride organizations around the country depend upon, I don't think anybody's going to call them out on it. Hmm. So you think there's like some there's already established ones that. That won't back down. That'll that'll stick with it no matter what. And then there's other ones that will back down, just because of fear mongering. Or, I think sometimes the money's going to stop flowing. Other times, I think they'll, they'll keep their support, but then they're going to, if anybody calls them on it, if any church group says, "How dare you support the gays?" They're going to say, "Well, we support everyone." Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are, like, giving Bud Light, like, a hard time right now. But the problem is, a lot of people don't realize that, like, Coors and all these other beer companies have supported gay pride for months and months, for years, not months. A lot. It's just Bud Light made a novelty can, and people are going crazy about it, which is silly, in my opinion. I believe that wasn't even a real thing. I think it was a simulated thing. It was, it was, it, it was some, it was a can you can even buy. You can even purchase it yourself. So it wasn't like there was, they were selling rainbow cans out there. Hmm. Uh, the whole thing's idiotic, in my opinion. It's, and people were going to find a reason to, to, to fight and whine about everything. So. And I guess it just all depends on how influential some people are. And that's kind of a shame. Yeah. Uh, the word sheeple comes up. Mm-hmm. People don't seem to have any original thoughts of their own. They, they just follow along with whatever the current fad is. What's being fed to them. Y- yeah. And the current fad among those people is to uh, boycott a, per- a particular beer. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Let's go on to the next. All right. There are over 650 anti-gay LGBT bills in play in state legislatures across the country, and their rights for 
liberation, equity, and civil rights continue to be attacked. Aha, uh-huh, you thought you wanted to move away from everything. <laughs> American but, politics is a pendulum. It swings back and forth. When one group gets ahead, the the groups that oppose them feel like they have to do something to take charge. Yeah, but doesn't 650 anti-LGBT laws seem quite, quite a bit more than normal? Well, that comes from the Trump people, you know, had their four years. So the the opposition came into power. So the those I, I won't call them conservatives, those radical Republicans The right wing zealots. Um they felt like they had to take charge and swing back. And and so they're making all of these anti gay laws trying to pander to their constituency. So what's going to happen when they lose again next year? Democrats will take control and and more pro- progressive things will happen and then 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 instead of 650 we'll have 1300 anti LGBT laws come on the books. It's always just going to swing back and forth. Yeah. I I hate to say don't panic because you know, a lot of these laws are going to take effect. It's just, it wears, it wears on your pride and your dignity, though. It has to. You occasionally hear somebody say, how come there's no straight pride? Well. There's straight pride every day of the year. And they're not under attack. If you do not have to live in fear of another legislation coming along or your own friends and family voting against your uh, right to exist. You don't need pride. You, yeah. You, you, um, when, when just being yourself is, is a, a difficult thing, you, you need pride to celebrate the small victories, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, I hate to say, well, well, don't worry about those 650 anti-gay laws, but I, I don't, at least I hope they don't come to anything. Yeah. The most egregious of those, I think, are going to be overturned in the courts. Oh, hopefully. And even federal judges who were appointed by Trump are saying, oh, look, you've gone too far. Oh, that's good news. The moral arc of the universe always bends towards justice. Hopefully, I mean that's that's all we can hope for. Because I mean, don't you think? Yeah, it, it, you have to put faith in the system, but I, I don't think we should ever just hope or just just believe that the system is going to come out by itself. Yeah, you know, we have to keep poking and prodding at it. Pride festivities remain as important as ever. This is a time when the meaning of the parade, which for more than 50 years has commemorated and celebrated LGBTQ heritage, really hits home. Yeah, that's a headline that I I think it reflects what I just said. um, Don't give up. You have to take victories where, where you can, 
and you have to um, congregate with people who feel the way you do, just so you don't feel so alone. Yeah, it does make you feel better when you actually get to go to these events and be with people who walk in the same path. I, I think that's why people go to sports. They, they, they want to feel like they belong to something bigger than themselves. Oh, that's, I would agree with that. Um, so it is more, more important than ever to celebrate it and go out there and enjoy it and, and be together. And, yeah. And going to pride is a, it's a very energizing experience. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately we, we had plans to go to be in the parade this year like we did last year, but it doesn't look like that's going to work out because I'm going to have surgery just two days before. And I really don't think I'm going to be in the shape to be in the parade just for, you know, the, the assault on the body of, of getting surgery. And I'm sure I'll be tired and I'm worried about infection and all of those things. I, I just don't think I can justify most of the strength. Yeah, you know, being in the parade, and I put us an appeal out on social media that I wish somebody who wouldn't have gone to the parade this year would please go in my place. Hopefully, people are listening. I had to go to my. Uh, primary care doctor to to get his approval for, for this surgery and the next surgery, which is another week after. And I asked him if he was going to Pride, and he said no, he, they, they don't normally do that. He and his husband had been to Pride in Kansas City a, a couple of times, but he's never gone here. And I said, please, if, please um, go in my place. That'd be neat if he did. He knows the uh, transgendered woman who is the parade marshal this year. He, oh, okay. Uh, she is a patient of his, and he said he would seriously consider going, and I, I, I really hope he does. I hope he does, too. In five states, California, Utah, Arizona, Nebraska, and Pennsylvania, pride flags have been stolen slashed or burned, driven in part by a new online hashtag urging people to vandalize pride flags. This makes me sick. It's despicable. It, it, it really is. And this hashtag thing, I, I think it started out as a joke. It was kind of like um, the, the capture the flag. Like a, a dare? A challenge. A challenge. It was a, a capture the flag challenge. And the... Kind of like um, when they play laser tag, don't they? Don't they capture the enemy's flag? Is yeah, part of the. So it was something like that, but they were were saying, uh, basically, steal gay pride flags mm -hmm. challenge, and then it got worse. People were n not just stealing them, but burning them, and um, one guy defecated on a gay pride flag um, and people are such sheep yeah they're it, from their point of view it's silly but um there's there's 
a, a deeper meaning behind it. And it's just atrocious. Yeah, it's atrocious behavior for juvenile behavior. For, you know, um, it's just despicable. It's cowardice. And, mm. and you can bet some of these people who are burning flags are not teenagers. Oh, no, 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 no. There's probably some adults telling their teenagers to go do it, which isn't the worst, but, you know. I, I suppose there's worse things that they could be doing, but, you know, it represents something that's important to us. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they're doing it. Yeah. The Stonewall Uprising did not include glitter bombs, rainbow flags, and synth pop herring from a parade float. It was broken bottles, bricks, and years of discontent from being treated as second-class citizens. That is a pretty good headline. Pride has almost become a business, at least a, a tradition that has lost some of its meaning. As I said a little while ago, uh, pride is is to celebrate and to be together and and take comfort in numbers. But a lot of people do forget that it started as a riot. Yeah. It, it was to protest the status quo of the, the police putting their thumb down on gay people. And we should never forget that. No, you know, celebrate it, but there is a reason behind it. That's all you want to say about that? Yeah. Okay. A group of about 2,000 homophobic protesters showed up at Pride Night at the San Francisco Giants slash L.A. Dodgers game at Dodger Stadium. After the back and forth about whether the iconic Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence would be invited to the game, officials said that everyone should feel, quote, welcome at games, and the Giants won. 2,000 protesters is a lot of protesters. That's probably about three to four times the amount of people that showed up to our Pride walk. To our walk, yeah, but I, I would guess our pride parade is probably about 20,000 people. Granted, uh, it's not a Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Aren't there, weren't, I, I know this already happened, uh, weren't there something like 35,000 people at that, that pride game? Oh, I don't know. I think it was like a, nearly a full stadium. Hmm. Some of those 2,000 protesters came in and took pictures and said, well, uh, uh, of an empty stadium, basically, with just a few people sitting around. And they said, well, this is what happens if you, if you go woke, you go broke, is a term they like to use. And then it was revealed those pictures they took were like two hours before the game. Oh, wow. But, so, so they're trying to lie to their masses. It, yeah. And the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a, it's a campy group who... Don't they dress up like as nuns? Yes, they dress up as nuns. And their purpose is to poke fun at the status quo. A, a few weeks look- ago, we talked about comedy and satire. And that's exactly what those sisters are it's, it's satire it, isn't it a bunch of like like guys dressed up in drag like terrible drag in nun habits and makeup and ridiculous clothing it, it, and outfits yeah. and 
Yeah. And it is satire. The fact that people were offended at, at, at their arrival, I, I think, I think says something about the importance of satire. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just don't think, I, I, there must have been some really big organizing behind it to get 2,000 people to protest. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at least they sold the game out. It seemed to me, as Shakespeare would say, much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So be proud. Show your, show your colors. Be proud. The Biden's administration's Pride Month celebration on the South Lawn included a new pastel tribute to transgender, non-binary, and intersex Americans that was hung from the portico of the White House. However, some have taken an issue with the new, quote, progress pride flag, with some even saying that it represents an unwanted takeover of traditional gay symbolism. For as long as I've been a gay activist, and and I, I even though I'm not terribly active anymore, I... I still call myself a gay activist. There have always been new flags coming along. Mm-hmm. And making new flags doesn't invalidate the old flags no. whatsoever. Yeah. It's not like pride is a, a, a pie that you have to divide up. And if you, if somebody has more pride than other people don't get their pride, uh, it doesn't work that way. No. It just to me, it's like you said, it's much ado about nothing, and it's a little bit of gay people eating their own. I think mm-hmm. if the 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 White House wants to have a hundred different pride flags, that's fine. Yeah, that's where I'm. I mean, I'm pretty much there with that. I mean, the more uh, visualization and approval helps. So take all of it while you can. In years past, I've been on gay pride councils, and it's a wonder they get anything ever done. Mm. You, you remember, what was that movie just recently? Bros? Bros, yes. Bros. There is There are some scenes where he is uh, on the, the committee for a... Uh, gay pride museum and there are meetings that they have where people take their their little narrow agendas and bring them to the meetings do, do you remember mm-hmm. and and how ridiculous it ultimately is the infighting yes it's childish and you would think that that that's a big thing that's blown up out of proportion for the sake of a movie. But no, that is the way gay pride meetings go. Mm. And it's nice that, that we can poke fun at ourselves that, 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 that pride works that way. Yeah. It, it is a wonder that they ever get anything done. Yeah. So, um, don't, don't, don't let us eat ourselves up. Yeah. Have fun with it, but come on now. <laughs> so uh, ha- having another flag is is no big deal. Yeah, that's let them have all the flags they want. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. 
there are some politicians who are trying to push legislation that says you can't have a gay pride flag outside of a government building. Well, how are you going to define what is a gay pride flag? I mean, there's there's a new one every year. Yeah. I think in response to that, some gay pride organization should adopt the American flag as their gay pride flag <laughs> and let them pass the legislation and say, well, why do you have the stars and stripes? That's a gay pride flag now. Yeah. yeah turn it against them. Yeah. You can see people's heads exploding if that would happen, but it would be hilarious. As I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm going to be having surgeries. I'm, one one week and then another one the next week. So I'm probably going to be at a commission for a while to do new episodes. We've done some field recordings. I'll try to put those out in, in that place. But it may be a while before. May have a new episode. Yeah. And, and I don't want to think people, you know, that, that we don't have pride. I wanted to have four gay pride episodes this month but it, it just didn't work out yeah and, and i i i feel bad about that i i don't i don't make commitments lightly but um it it may be tough for me for a while you okay we'll get through it we'll be all right all right well that looks like that's all the highlights or the 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 headlines. So I guess we're on to the last part of the show. What's your favorite joke right now? What do you give a man who already has everything? I don't know. What do you give them? Penicillin. Penicillin? Why penicillin? Because he has everything? Because he's already got everything. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess that would take care of everything. Sorry, I guess that's not very funny. No, I'm sorry. It was a chuckle. It was a normal dad joke, so. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed episode 66 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.